All the other worlds, alternate realities, the subplots, the failed spin-offs. It's time to start canceling shows. Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where we cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. We are flying through season 15, it feels like, uh, and it's finally starting to pick up a little bit of speed. Chris, this is the last episode 12 of Supernatural that we will ever have. How are you doing today? I feel really weird because when we started this season, it felt like there was so much time left in the year, so much time left in the season um, with it's just we're here we're, we're more than halfway through now what the hell happened yeah we're we're going quick and i you know uh i, I haven't started working on the next theme yet <laughs> so i need to do that <laughs> pretty soon oh yeah oh yeah we got the lyrics that's something yeah we got lyrics but uh that we haven't uh and we haven't really announced any of that stuff i know people are really curious what that is we're not quite ready to announce that stuff uh probably when i start handing money to people to make music for us i will probably 
be comfortable yeah, enough to once say the that cat's out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably say, oh, this is what we're going to do and give people time to catch up. But um, yeah, we, this feels like, I mean, we, there's what, eight episodes left after this? Like, that's nothing, dude. We're, we're flying. Yeah, that's nothing. That's um, zilch, dude. And this is good. It t- took them to episode 12 to, for what I feel like, for them to step on the gas a little bit. Like, I've been waiting for them to step on the gas this entire time. At the end of every episode, the last four episodes, I've been like, okay, now it's time to go. And it's- They step on the gas, but at the same time, it's like they they go in a different direction than what you expect. Yeah, like, they step on the gas and then take, take a, a right turn. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Like, okay, You're- all right. <laughs> um, but this is good. Like, I, I felt like this episode was uh, overall really good. And some of the, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, which I don't normally dip into, uh, was interesting and good that we could talk about. So Okay, all right. Do you, uh, oh, we thank patrons. Pa- thank you, everybody. Thank, thank you, patron. patrons. Thank you, everybody that has been buying a bunch of merch. We had like a huge surge of merch sales recently. So thank you for that. Um, you can find links to all that stuff at our website, monsterweek.cool. If you want to support the show via Patreon or merch, you can definitely do that. Uh, so thank you to everybody that's been doing that. And Chris, 11 episodes of season 15, sum them up in four, all right. se- four sentences. I focused on the one, but last time on Supernatural, the boys journeyed up to Alaska in hopes of restoring their luck and wound up in a game of billiards with the goddess of fortune. Though they lost their wager, they proved themselves as heroes, and their luck stat was replenished. Meanwhile, Castiel had a sword fight with a Grigori in pursuit of none other than Jack, who has returned from the empty with a mission from Billy. Power up and kill God. I love it. Uh, we're talking about season 15, episode 12, Galaxy Brain, written by Robert Behrens and Meredith Glenn, directed by Richard Spate. did not realize Jr. that was the title. <laughs> Galaxy Brain, Chris. Um, this aired on March 16th, 2020. Kim Rose returns as Sheriff Jody Mills. Sam and Dean respond to a frantic call, and together, along with Castiel, Jack, and Jody assist in an extraordinary and heartbreaking rescue. Billy surprises everyone with a visit to the bunker. Um, so, yeah. Spoilers. They uh, right out the gate in our previously on segment on the road so far. They sh- they sh- remind us who Darth Kaya is. Kaya. Uh, they remind us about the the promise and everything. Apparently, I just wish they didn't remind us about the part where Dean yells at her like sticks a gun in her face. Yeah, we didn't need it. I, it didn't, didn't need, need that, that part. especially because uh, and when I we've saw, moved on. When I saw that, I really thought that that meant there was going to be some static between Arkaya and Dean Winchester. But, exactly, but there was exactly. not because I, I kind of forget what happened after that because that you know. It's been it's been a while, but then they reminded me of us of just that. And I was like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> don't. Um, apparently, when Robert Barons, the writer of this episode and a lot of season fifteen, and kind of like the the dude who is responsible for some of our favorite stuff in the show, uh, sat down with the boys and were like, hey, like this is the last season or whatever. Uh, any any threads that you wanna you wanna pick up so we can try to work them in. Um, and Jensen Ackles was like, yeah, we got to go deal with this Kaya stuff. Like we that's been dangling i want i want to do something because uh originally the entire first season of wayward sisters was going to be about that um and with, ah. and with that canceled uh, which almost drove robert barons from the show apparently uh but he only he stayed on when he found out it was going to be the last season uh with that canceled and with them not being able to develop that story they decided to try to cram it into this one and i think for uh something that feels like something they obviously had the idea to stretch out for a while uh, it really feels natural in, nestled into this episode of Supernatural. Like, I'm glad we took the time. I'm glad that Darth Kaya showed back up. I'm glad that all of this stuff happened. I think it's really good. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's um, that's interesting. It, and it does fit in. And we've seen Kaya enough times now where 
pulling her back didn't feel too random. I was just so totally under the impression that we would never see her again that I this yeah. really came as a surprise. Um, or last week when you said that it was going to happen came as a surprise. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, we see her that last time we get the spear from her. Uh, there's the promise about giving it back. Michael snaps it. And I was like, well, she was written out of the show. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it's just we're, we're not. But we're cashing in on it. And I'm happy to see that. Um, so we're going to start the episode uh, four weeks ago in Earth 2. Um, this is the the Earth that's closest to us, I guess. Uh, an elect- we're at an electronic store called Radio Shed. A, uh, a woman is just trying to fucking get a stereo in peace and the guy will not stop staring at her. Dude, why are you being so creepy to every customer in the yeah. store? Like this is, I just, I was so confused by this. Cause I'm like, okay, we're following this woman. And then they look at each other and I'm like, do they know each other? What's going on? No, he's just a creep. Okay. We, we, we camped out for too long. It was, it was a Chuck little bit too long. The store. Um, also in the background, you hear radio talk about president Hillary Clinton. Uh, so we automatically know that this is a better. Oh, that's Earth, Earth two. two. That's Earth uh, two. Yeah. Um, Chuck walks in. He walks directly to the TVs. He tells the lady that tells the dude that he's uh, not looking for TVs. He's looking for an audience, and he says it's time for a monologue. And then he proceeds to monologue about how the Winchesters, out of all the worlds and all the Winchesters, these two, these original ones, they're the only ones that spark any joy in his life. They challenge him. They disappoint him, but they excite him. Um, they surprise him, and they are the ones for him. Um, he doesn't want more TVs or music like when the kid offers for stereos. Uh, he needs less things. He needs to start, in his words, he needs to start canceling shows. Um, so he's going to start turning off these other worlds, a.k.a. just tossing apocalypses at them. And this is uh, all very cool, I think. Uh, on the, as he's talking, on the background of him, there's like eight or nine TVs, and you can see it bouncing from videos that we've already seen of like because uh, when Sam was connected to him, he could see some of these alternate timelines. So we see, you know, Dean shooting Sam in the head and we see vampire Sam and Dean. Like we see these stories being played out, um, which is int- kind of cool. Like, and I, I like the kind of meta-ness. Yeah. I know I've been a pretty large critic of, of Supernatural's approach to quote unquote meta or fourth wall breaking stuff in season 15 so far. But I like this. I like Chuck doing the Chuck thing of saying like, it's time for a monologue and monologuing. Like that's, that's good shit to me. Um, and I like also I'm I, I am kind of bummed that we never really fully explored this alternate world stuff. I thought they were going to get crazy with it back in season thirteen, yeah. and they and they never did. Um, and I'm that's fine. Like we don't have to have that. Not every show needs that. But like man, they go to that. I want to go to the universe where the it, there's no yellow or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I want. I, 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 man, I, love I gotta like say that. that the biggest disappointment for this season is um, that they teased those alternate endings. Uh, with Sam on Demon Blood and you know possessed by Lucifer, all that stuff. I really wanted Demon Blood to come back in a big way because that was his biggest sort of fuck you to Sam, I mm-hmm. guess, back in the day. Uh, I wanted to bring that that story back, but that's I mean, I complained about them repeating storylines, so that would have just been that. But they teased it. They teased it. I got so excited about that. You know, that's my whole thing. I'm a whole new level of freak. So I love the Demon freak. Blood plotline is my favorite plotline supernatural and it was 10 fucking years ago and, and look it, you know could be could come back i can't even i can't read you the episode preview for next week's episode because it spoils the major guest star and i, I don't quite want to do that because even though you've probably already seen that that particular guest star might show back up i don't want to be the guy that t- just straight up tells you before next week then when we're going to watch it i so. don't know yeah i don't know who it would be um so yeah Chuck's going to cancel shows. We jump back into our world at, in the current timeline uh, where Jody is l- investigating a dead cow 
um, and telling Alex on the phone, who is likely making vegan lasagna, uh, that uh, the, the cloud—I mean, the cow was just clubbed to death. Like somebody just yeah. fucked up a cloud. I, I keep saying cloud for some reason. Uh, I just got the booster shot. Do you think it made me forget the word cow? Do you think that's I mean, what's I, happening? I think it made you a little boosty. I feel I feel a little a little boosty over here. You know what I'm that's saying? That's what they. You got to be careful because we. When I got my second shot, we recorded for about two and a half hours that night, and it almost <laughs> took my life. I think. You were not. So in a make good sure place. you stayed hydrated on that end. Yeah, I've got I've got a glass of water with me at all times, so we're, we should um, be good. If you start feeling a little boosty, you need to let me know. Okay. Well, so far the only thing that's happened is I ate a cheese sandwich and then I just went to sleep for an hour and a half to two hours. So. Yeah. That I mean, that's my, that's boosty behavior. That feels, that feels very boosty. Um, um, anyway, behind Jody, so this cow, nothing strange. It's just a plain old cow murder. Yeah. Uh, you see those from time to time, cow murders. Uh, and then we see somebody kind of dart in the background, and there's a lot of billowing cloaks. So I was like, all right, Darth Kaya's here. Let's Darth do Kaya. this. Yeah. Jody goes into a barn to investigate. There's a lot of chains hanging from the roof. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't deal with livestock, Jeremy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a garage. I have a shed. Um, do you have a lot of experience with chains hanging from, uh, the ceiling of outdoor, uh, you know, barns, garages, et cetera? I, I mean, yeah, but typically this is, typically you would see this in a room where you're, uh, processing, uh, hunted animals, right? Like if, sure, if, sure, if sure, you sure, and the sure, boys sure, went and, and laid waste and killed six stags, you know what I'm saying? You guys, you guys are bringing home some deer meat. Yeah. Then you might, you know, hang those up on some chains or some hooks somewhere and then drain all the blood so that you can you know, peel the fur off and, and process it and like, you know, cut off the meat and all that. Um, I, I guess it's no surprise that we don't do a lot of that in suburban Massachusetts. No, I'm, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't expect you guys to have done a lot of that. Um, but yeah, I, you wouldn't normally see that in this kind of barn though. Like, I don't think, like, I think it would probably freak okay. out your cows. I just know that Supernatural is always showing chains hanging from ceilings and I didn't know yeah, if that yeah. was a thing. Well, I mean. Turns out it is. When, when you hire T-Pain as a costume designer, you expect the chains to hang low. You know what I'm saying? That's it's much, true. Much, much, T-Pain you, has, yeah. he's been pretty consistent as a, as the fact that we, we shifted from whoever it was before working for Old Navy mm-hmm. to T-Pain. And there's a pretty through line of consistency. I, I you know, I got to give it up to him. I, you know, I never thought that Sam Winchester would look good and and Tim's and chains, mm. but mm-hmm. T Pain proved me wrong. Bud. It's funny, dude. It's funny. Switched to the Tim's. It was like, oh, okay, Sammy. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, damn. You got Sammy. the Tim's. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Sammy looks like he's about to bust a verse. What's up? <laughs> um, Big Kicks is his. It's his name. Absolutely, um, it's his yeah. recording name. Sammy, how'd you, anyway, get, how'd you okay. get Doja on the track? How'd you get her? How do you Whoa, know her? Big kicks with Do- featuring Doja? What? Um, that's Jody is kind of running through the scenario in her mind as she goes into the barn. And then, wow, she gets knocked out from behind uh, by Darth Kaya. I don't know if, if they showed her yet at this point, but it was Mm-mm. it was very clearly her. So I just said it was in my notes. It now was. I'm confused. Yeah, it's, it's, it, they don't show it, but they definitely showed us. I mean, it was a, it, it, it's just a whirl, but like we know, I mean, you just know from yeah, the, the if something's so whirling in Supernatural, it's probably Kaya. Yeah. I mean, she's the only one that dresses like a Sith. So like, if you see, a, if you see a, a fucking Sith cloak, Sonic the Hedgehog it across yeah, the barn, yeah. like you just know it's her. Her um, and Maul need to exchange notes because that guy was not wearing a cloak. That's true. He, he And he needed one. <laughs> that dude was rough. I don't, it would have made all the difference if he stepped out of the C4 smoke and, and, dropped a robe behind him then it would have been on then he would have earned that song you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, 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 yeah. all right okay so back at the uh, bunker back at the bunker yeah sam is telling dean and uh 
Castiel that he's uncomfortable with this deal that he that Jack he's displaying made. a bit of consternation, uh, which has been Sam's role in all of this is just like taking the current situation and basically complaining about it. Like they can't, like they can't do anything about this. Like they can't change anything that's happening. Like they can't talk to Billy. So he's just literally complaining about the weather. Like he might as well just be like, "Man, I fucking hate the rain. What are we gonna do about this?" And Dean's like, "I don't know, man. We're gonna." Stay in the bunker and stay dry. I don't know what to tell you. It's raining, Sam. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's like we all got to go out in the snow, Sammy, but you're the only one who's yeah. saying something about it. Yeah, and it's the, making everything worse. The bunker boys aren't complaining, and they're literally shoveling all the snow off the step. But you're, Dude, they're you're, literally outside smoking right now during the blizzard. <laughs> yeah. I don't hear a peep from them. I don't hear a peep from them. They, they got leather jackets on, Sammy, not winter coats. Go put your Tims on and go shovel the fucking front driveway, all right? Put your Tims on, Sam Winchester. Get out of my face. Uh, meanwhile, Jack is uh, is kind of roaming through the bunker. Uh, he gets to the table where uh, Sam and Dean and Mary have carved their initials into uh, this otherwise very nice table. It seems like a kind of a... Disrespectful to the table. And I think we felt that way when, when it initially occurred. Yeah. When the I, wound was delivered. Yeah, I just, I can't get over it in my head, man. I think it's, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm I, I, and friends of the podcast, please do not hate me. And don't make this a clip on Tumblr saying make me go viral for it. But I think this is kind of trashy. <laughs> like you yeah, just, it's not, you took a nice know, table. Supernatural and does your... a lot of really stupid stuff that we just go, okay, like it's fine. I feel like it's the show specifically trying to remind us that these guys are, are white trash. And I don't normally say that about people. <laughs> <laughs> if i saw a couple of random dudes and tims and and fucking flannel from ll bean carving up a, a nice antique table that's older than my mom i would probably be like mm, that's trashy that's you go a- who who raised you and then you look one initial down you go she oh, raised them she apparently raised that's actually not true this one's not on mary john raised them and john's yeah and john is john is a little trashy uh but to say the least this is obviously a moment for jack because he's still very upset uh or at, at least he's emotional he goes, about, oh i killed her <laughs> i fucking killed her i didn't I eat forgot. her heart though no. oh man <laughs> um, i think do you think this is a move to remind the audience absolutely yeah i think this is just a reminder of like what he's going through and like the things that probably what this means to him to be back in the bunker um after all of this it's time. a sweet moment we should stop making fun of him yeah yeah uh <laughs> he goes into his room uh and looks into the mirror and somebody appears behind him this is uh we're gonna we don't know it now but her name is merle the reaper right uh and he was praying he was doing silent prayer to billy uh to try to talk to her and billy is busy so she sent merle uh and you know, hey, Merle just basically tells him, like, hey, you gotta fucking just don't use your powers. Don't whatever yeah. like just shut just the chill. fuck up. Use don't use your powers and eat hearts. Like this is it. Billy, we'll let you know. Um cut back to the boys. Um Dean is saying that he doesn't trust Billy, but he believes in her. So, you know, he's seen her room, her library of all the recorded deaths and all that stuff. Um, so he, he, he believes in her. She, she knows that if she's cooking up something, he can trust in that. Um, and, or again, not trust, but she's probably got it figured out. I like his line. I think is like, he believes in Billy's commitment to the rules. And, uh, and I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty into that kind of idea of like, well, if, Mm -hmm. if we have to put our faith or our trust in some sort of cosmic being, at least this, we know this person's going to play by the rules. We may not know the rules, but we know that she's going to play by them. Um, Sam wants to know more, of course, but uh, Dean just kind of brushes it off. 
Uh, we go back to Merle and Billy, or excuse me, Merle and Jack. Uh, Jack is saying, you know, Billy didn't show up when the Gregory got me. And she's like, well, she must have known that you were okay. It's like, well, C- Castiel saved me. I didn't even save myself. And he's like, well, she must have known that Castiel was going to save you. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Jack. Don't use your yeah. powers. Yeah. Okay, Harry Potter. I'm <laughs> shut the fuck up. Jesus All right, count Christ. your blessings, you little shit. You send me one more owl, and I am going to come unglued on your ass, okay? <laughs> Do not want any more owls. Um, uh, Sam shows up. To, to talk to Sam, Sam snooping. He can't. He, he he's clipping and clapping down the fucking hallway in his Tim's. Uh, Jack doesn't hear him coming somehow, and he sticks his ear up and he hears Jack talking. So he's like, "I better go investigate." Sam probably sounds like a fucking reindeer. He's wearing so many chains coming. He really, out hallway, literally right? does. He's, <laughs> like, it's Christmas morning. It's, it's, on it's his just ass thump, over thump here. jingle, jingle, thump, jingle, jingle. <laughs> that's how he walks now chris it's so weird yeah it's sam because he, he hasn't figured it out yet like he's been wearing the same type of boot for a long time mm-hmm. the tims are a little different uh and he's adjusting he's adjusting to it he hasn't quite figured it out yet uh sam says he's very glad everybody's very glad to have jack back uh and then he tells jack you know you could have come to us first and i want to slap sam across the face when he says this because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he couldn't have he was he, Billy brought him back from death in the empty. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, he yeah. could have literally, I guess, maybe uh, you know, teleported his nephilim ass back to the bunker. But at that time, he was probably like just seeing what the fuck was about to happen. Like he was just yeah. getting the He's lay on of the strict land. orders from Billy. First of all, yeah. I know they squashed the beef. I know they squashed the beef. But the last time he saw them, Dean was trying to kill him. Yeah. Uh, and and again, beef squashed, but. It's just like, you know, he's got stuff to do. He doesn't want to bother them. You know what I mean? Um, we go back over to Castiel and Dean, who are having a very proper uh, gentleman's drink. In this, whatever dude, they're room. just chilling, like smiling, laughing. Nothing bad happens. I mean, Jody calls. That's bad. Yeah. Um, but for like, for like a solid 30 seconds, it's just, just a happy moment. Um, and I like this, too, because Castiel is saying, you know, I believed, I saw when Kelly was pregnant with Jack that she had this overwhelming faith and when chuck took jack away from them like that's that's the that's the faith that kind of triggered jack or crassiel's own faith into jack and the fact that jack showed him like this eden world or something that we haven't like seen yet but maybe will end up happening at the end of the show um but when chuck took jack away from them when he killed jack he he lost himself um, but he he felt in his heart that the story wasn't over, over yet, and he was right. And Dean's like, "Yep, let's toast to being let's toast to being right, and also revenge." And he's like, "Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna use Chuck's own grandson to murder him. That's great!" Like Dean's having a fantastic time yeah. with this yeah. concept, and I love it. He's just Cassie. I was like, "I'm not gonna cheers to that one, but <laughs> that's fine. That's okay. It's you so can have good. that one for you." I mean, just this 45 seconds of them just being like. Things are going our way. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> and then Sam's Tim's are nowhere in sight. Yeah. <laughs> just the boys hanging out, sharing a drink. Uh no, there's no there's no thump thump jingle jingle coming from Sam. Uh, he's not making that face that he's been making for the last two years. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know that face that Sam's always making. He's he always... just made it to Jack. He walks in making that face, and I'd be like, get out of my room. He's screwing up his lips. Just text me, okay? Just text me. Let's do it. Let's do this that way. <laughs> yeah, just text me all of your complaints, and I will. I will take them under advisement. Uh, Jody calls. She is obviously tied up. She tells Dean uh, she's in trouble. Uh, tells her where she is. And says that they're going to kill her if they don't come. Um, so Sam and Dean roll up to this barn. 
Uh, they immediately find Jody, release her, and that's when Darth Kaya comes out and starts whipping some ass. Um, mm-hmm. She grabs Dean around the throat, tells him they promised to help her, and Dean's like, "Well, you, I mean that that promise expired when you started whipping my ass just now. Like I may yeah. have, I may when have you forgotten doing all about that you. Whirling, yeah, dude. I'm not, I'm not equipped for whirls, man. I, I'm used to fighting yeah. like a werewolf. I'm <laughs> sustaining whirl damage right now, and it's a lot. <laughs> I am since I am weak to whirl over here. Okay, Kaya, it's a it's a rare status effect that you are using on me right now. <laughs> I'm not used to this. Uh, this is interrupted with Jody just basically whacks her with a chair and she goes down. Um, and we find out some some new information. Chris. Yeah. That information is um Kaya Darth Kaya. I was <laughs> had to catch up in my notes. Darth Kaya uh is connected to regular Kaya, who is not dead. She's still over in fucking Dreamland Apocalypse World. Um she put like a packet of herbs over the pierced wound that went through Kaya, uh, and that healed her right up. So she's just been living off the grid in Apocalypse World for the last fucking two years. <laughs> Uh, that really sucks for Kaya. Uh, that sucks like a lot. Like she ain't got no Game Boy. She ain't got no toothbrush. Nope. Um, she's eating. We see her eating like a bucket of chicken wings, and she's got like a little lizard in a cage. So it's not all bad for her. But well, it, overall, Chris, I don't think the sun comes out in Apocalypse World. So she's got like night vision now, and she's weird. Um, Chris, do you remember? It's a lot. It's a lot. Do you remember when the boys were there and what the boys had to eat to survive? I, I just lizards. <gasps> no, she's not eating that lizard. I thought it was her little friend. <laughs> oh, no, dude, she's that's her. That was that's tomorrow's she's dinner. Her, she's got a little friend. They talk. <laughs> Those are not. That was not a friend. That's tomorrow's I lunch thought, and I, dinner. I had a whole bit about how oh she left her friend behind when she comes back over the door. You mean you mean to tell me that that's next up on the menu? That's you mean to up, tell dude. me that that wasn't a bucket of chicken she was eating? That's Tuesday special, man. That was not a bucket of chicken at all, Chris. I hate to be the bearer of bad news but i love no. to be the bearer of they got kfc news. in apocalypse world they do not they absolutely they do, do not go, it's, it's no, the first it's the first on. thing chuck took away from everybody was was kfc it was it really sucks <laughs> but that doesn't mean she can't have a little lizard friend he's just a little guy i mean if it's a lizard friend then why is she eating his kind in front of him you know what i'm well, saying <laughs> i thought it was chicken wings they don't it's have not, chickens they don't, they don't have, have chickens, chickens in apocalypse world dog it's just lizards what? man oh, it, uh... She's just, you know, I mean, and she has. Can, a, I, can, she, she has can a, you just talk? You just go move on, please. I I need a minute. She has a little knife, so she. I wonder if she skins him first, or if she leaves the skin on, or maybe she alternates. No, she does. She alternates. You know what I'm saying? Get a little extra crispy one night, little original recipe the second night. You know no, what I'm saying? No. Or or how about this? We don't know. Uh, maybe it's the same lizard that is her lizard friend, and every day she cuts off the tail and just eats the tail and then waits for the tail to grow back. Is that bad? That doesn't seem bad. Is that better? Thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> There's a moral quandary in there somewhere, but that is better. That is better. <laughs> it's sustainable. It's sustainable energy. And, and you can still be friends with the lizard, and maybe, like, she has communed with the lizard in some way to get the lizard's consent. Like, oh, I, I don't. Stream walked into the lizard's brain. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the lizard... And they can speak, and he he speaks like a lizard. Like he's that's what he sounds like. But she can understand it in her dreams. Um, what if this is just a long she knows, con? She knows and, that his name is Edgar. What if this is a long con and Edgar just uh just <laughs> I can't I can't say it. it. Just comes every time she cuts his tail off, and she doesn't know about uh... it. <laughs> What if we just made it really weird, Chris? That's why they keep. That's why she keeps him in the cage. What if? What if Edgar has a little pain kink? And that you know what I'm saying? Like that's. I mean, that's okay. That's um, fine. So Darth Kaya is like, listen, we need to. We need to go save her. We gotta go save her. We can't leave her over there. 
Um, <laughs> with Edgar the so, Pain Kink Lizard. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta get the uh, Edgar's. <laughs> He's just a little guy, Jeremy. He's just a little guy. Okay. He's not dinner. Doesn't have a kink. He's just a little guy. Cut me again. And that guy. was a bucket of chicken, and they talk through their dreams. Cut me again, Gaia. Cut, cut, cut. Cut, cut, cut. Anyway, they got to help her. Back at the bunker, Cast and Jack are playing Connect Four when everyone gets back. Super uh, good. In this moment, we learn as Jody comes back with him as well. Uh, in this moment, we learn that Cash and Jody have never met. Seems seems fake. Uh, Castiel I... entered the show eleven years ago. Yes. Jody entered the show ten years ago. Okay. Are you telling me in all that fucking time? I know that the Castiel's off in fucking heaven or swimming in a lake with leviathans or something stupid for half the time because I just did not want to keep this man on the show. You tell me in all that time they never fucking met once. Not a single time. I know that they just refuse to pay anyone any fucking money on this show and only let them come back like once a fucking season. I don't I don't know that. Um, but it's always like, oh, we got a special guest star. Sorry, Bisha, you can't be in this one. Um, I'm just, I, I, I'm worked up. I'm worked up about my little guy, Edgar. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm worked up about this Jody situation. There, I, if somebody's doing a rewatch. Uh-huh. Please let us know. Please let me know personally. There's not. If there is a mention, if, if, that, something that goes against this, that says that Cass and Jody have met before, okay? There, it does not it's, exist. It's driving me bonkers. And here's, here's the thing that's really going to drive you crazy, because uh, Castiel and um, uh, Garth have never met each other either. And Garth named his child what? after Castiel. What? Think about it. Put, put Garth I mean, and Garth Castiel in the same room. Garth has been fewer episodes than, than Jody has. Sure. And he's not like as close with the boys. I think like Garth maybe has like been in. No, the same... that's not. That's not possible. That's not possible. That is literally not possible. I'm just telling you. Chris. I know for a fact that they've met. And like, and, and if you put this in because the... Garth was in the trunk until Castiel let him out. We, th- I mean, we think we don't know that. I, that was just our joke. That was our there is, joke. There is there's not. There's there is not a cannon. chance in fucking hell that the Prank Brothers were ever letting him out of there. Ever. I'm just telling you, dog. I'm just telling you what's on the TV screen. I'm not telling you anything else beyond that. I'm telling you that Edgar is a pain kink lizard, and Garth has never met Castiel. Those are the two facts that I know. Those are th- that's that's the truth. Can we please can we please move on before I lose it? Um, also, like, make yourself even more mad because Jody is basically the adopted mother of Claire at this point, and Claire has this connection with Castiel because he's even even if his body was remade by Chuck and the blah blah blah, like he's still like looks like her dad and like has tried to make that connection on several attempts. So you think that he would like fucking show up over there every once in a while and like, yeah. hey, who's well, who's this woman that Sam and Dean say is totally okay? You know what I'm saying? It seems it seems like a real missed opportunity. We're gonna get a one sentence. Um, hey, you uh, being a good mom? Great. I'm okay. Bye. Yeah. See you later. Um. So they decide instead of using Jack's powers, which is what Kaya wants. We haven't mentioned this. Kaya wants to use Darth. Kaya wants to use Jack's uh, Nephilim powers to hop a ride over to the other dimension. And save Kaya. Uh, instead of doing that, which would alert God and Chuck to their uh, plans. And to Jack's, you know, livingness, uh, they decide they're going to do a bunch of research and try to figure out a different way to open up a op- open up the portal. Time to start doing some lore. In the meantime, they lock Darth Kaya into a chair. I love in the that kitchen. they use the word the way that they use the word lore. Now Dean's like, all right, I guess we'll hit the lore. 
like there's just a book called supernatural that they they're just reading from yeah. at this point uh they um jack finds an italian spell that might work uh but it requires like the heart of a monster and he says the name of the monster and sam and dean are like oh well john killed the last one we couldn't and he's never been wrong in uh, his entire 45 uh, years of existence i don't know like you guys don't want to look around like there might be yeah. all kinds of shit has happened <laughs> since john gora no? yeah um um, Dean just sends him out of the room. He's like, "Hey, Jack, why don't you go see what Castiel is doing?" <laughs> yeah, uh, and Cass and Jody are that now they're talking about Claire, um, and how Claire has kind of been on this revenge quest for about two years. So in my mind, I was like, "Okay, I know that there was there was chemistry, there was a little romance action going on between mm-hmm. Claire and Kaya, but I didn't think that they knew each other for very long. But I guess did Kaya live with them for a while? No, I mean, I think Off it was screen. I think it was just um. It may be a little bit, but I, I think it was mostly just like wayward sisters, right? Like I think that was the mm. their their connection. But she she really bonded with this person. Um, I just don't know. If, I don't know if you want to do a do a two year obsessive revenge quest for someone you only met one time. Well, um, they were they were pl- like this was going to be the love story. This was going to be the relationship in wayward sisters. Like this, these two were going what we, to what we could have had. I what mean, we could have had right. Like fuck UCW forever. I, I got all mad about it again today talking about this episode in the Discord a mm. little bit. I got and now I'm getting mad about it again. I feel about wayward sisters the way you do about Edgar the Pain King Lizard. So yeah, maybe, maybe we yeah, should move it's just on. Not, <laughs> Edgar could have had a fucking starring role, and he we would have found out that he has no kinks. Uh, and he's just like a friendly little lizard. Cut me more, um, daddy. Who, no, um, <laughs> no, no. He's just a little guy. How many times do I have to say it? Um, <laughs> Jody talks about Claire looking for revenge. Um, absolutely loving Kaya, uh, and she's out of out of touch right now. She's doing her own hunt, so she can't get her on the cell phone anyway. What? Yo, I know that I know Claire's busy making movies. Mm-hmm. She's in Detective Pikachu. She's you know pikachu's in that jeremy (laughs) the pikachu i know pikachu that guy don't come cheap that guy don't come cheap so she's you know she's making moves right Mm -hmm. so they can't get her on the phone but i hate that she's just like always out of cell service like where is this young woman i'm nervous i'm worried about her She's she's so deep in the woods that you can't get a fucking phone call from her. I don't like that. Yeah, dude. I don't like that. In, tw- when she start- in 21st century America, that shouldn't be happening. Once you start filming Marvel movies, you, you no longer can answer the phone call for CW. That's the way that works. <laughs> it just doesn't happen that way. Um, and I get it. I get it. But at the same time, you know, keep her in cell range, Jody. This is too much. Jody tells Castiel that uh, even if she was in cell phone range, she'd be hesitant to loop her in because if they got her hope up again and they failed they're not able to get kaya back it would just destroy her uh, it would kill her um castiel meanwhile is still trying to call sergey to find archangel grace um jack has been listening to all of this at the door and goes to talk to darth kaya who basically just is like hey i was there i saw what you did like she was so scared and so nervous and sh- and you pushed her you wanted her to go through and she is now because of that she's in pain and she's going to die soon um, and Jack obviously listens to that. And then he sits down and he kind of has this heart to heart with Darth Kaya where Darth Kaya says, you know, I, I came here because I envied the other Kaya. Like this world looked peaceful, but now that I'm in it, it just feels cold and I don't understand it. Like this world doesn't want me. Um, and then she grabs his hand and literally begs like, help us, please help us. And it's like a pretty like, like unexpectedly like profound situation that we find Darth Kaya in. 
I, like, you know, I, we make a lot of fun of Darth Kaya because she dresses like a Sith. Um, <laughs> and but I, it's true. surprisingly, one of like my secret favorite characters on the show. Like I, I kind of like. I, and it's really, really upsetting that we didn't get to explore it more. Like I would have loved to see more patience in season fifteen too. Like I, having a psychic around would be really cool with all this God stuff going on. I think. Um, it's just a shame that they didn't really even. I honestly, I didn't even think we were going to see Jody again after the wayward stuff. So the fact that we we've gotten any of this, um, I, I when I first heard about Wayward Sisters and that it got canceled, I I really did think they were still going to work it into the into the show. Mm-hmm. And then this they were we would continue their storylines, albeit you know to a lesser extent. Um, so it has been kind of a bummer that we've only gotten these little little tastes here and there because there was clearly some good stuff going on there. They were they had they had ideas. And I'm glad we got to see some of them, but it still makes it hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's you just you just want to see the full realization of what could have been, even if it sucks. Like at least give it the opportunity to have a mostly female-led cla- cast and uh, gay relationships on screen, representation, all this other stuff would have been so good. Uh, oh well. Um, she begs Jack. Jack touches her head. They see Kaya hiding in the little hovel thing. Um, Edgar's on the side. Cut me, daddy, cut me. Um, <laughs> and then Jack walks back into the room with Sam and Dean and is like, yo, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save Kaya. Uh, and this is when Merle the Reaper shows up and begins to berate Jack, uh, saying you have one job. This, this is exactly what Billy told you not to do. This is not just dumb. This is Winchester dumb. Uh, which yeah. is a really good line, and this this special lady, brand of dumb. Yeah, this lady delivers this line really, really well. I like her a lot. Um, yeah, she's you know we're not obviously not going to see much of her, but no. just like a little flavor to this episode, just something that's a little different than what we usually see. I was like, all right, I like this. I um, th- this is good, and she's like, hey, I I'm going to go tell Billy on you, and he's like, do it, and by the time you get back, I'll have already done it. She's going to be super mad. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and finally it gets to the point where uh. He says, listen, you could, you could try to stop me and I could use my powers uh, and it's going to make Billy mad and she's going to be all your fault. Um, you could try to run and tell Billy and she's going to be really mad. It's not going to be your fault. Or you could help us or, and we could hide this and everybody gets away. And she looks around in the room and she goes, no, this is Winchester stupid. And I'm like, it yeah, is. Yeah. And I love it. This is good. Jack this had is the winning. Brand. This, this is, is This is it. Yeah. Uh, and then we get into some like hocus pocus bullshit that I don't really care about. Apparently, the bunker had cosmic grade wards on it. Amara ripped them all up. They they redid the warding against demons and monsters, but they didn't do all of the cosmic grade shit. Uh, so she she needs Castiel to be able to juice up the wards again, which should hide them or hijack from opening this portal for long enough for them to get in and get out, uh, and nobody will be the wiser. Um, she doesn't mention, and they don't talk about this at all. I just want to mention it here that she just brings out a giant rock and her and Castiel touch it. <laughs> and that's the big magic thing that happens. That's and I, magic. That's magic. Baby. I, it's just, that's it's just, magic. What? <laughs> All, I was distracted in the scene. Cause they just like come to the table with like a bunch of little jars full mm-hmm. of cinnamon sticks and stuff. And, and all I'm thinking is I, I hope that they label those because you don't see labels on the jars themselves. Um, and I'm, and I'm just saying if you, you accidentally misidentify, uh, a crow bone mm-hmm. for you know a snake tooth or something and suddenly your spell goes awry so i do hope that they've got some labeling system going on you should see what happens when you put a pain lizard in this spell oh boy it gets nuts a pain <laughs> I, I don't know uh, luckily we don't know any pain lizards pain, so, you know, um, I, I think we know at least one pain lizard <laughs> That's anyway <laughs> um they do the spell 
They they open up the portal. Sam says that disobeying cosmic entities uh, and doing the dumb right thing mm-hmm. makes them feel like they're they're back at it. They're their old selves again. You know, the A team's back because they're doing some fucking stupid shit. They're doing some <laughs> stupid shit, but they're taking it for the for the good reason. Um, Jody thanks Castiel for staying behind and keeping an eye on the Reap- Reaper, and he says like, "Hey." I know we've only met five minutes ago, but you're the mother to my child, kind of. And I would really appreciate it if you stayed back. Uh, and she's like, what is this masculine bullshit? And he's like, no, it's really mostly because if Claire finds out that you died trying to save the person she loved, she's going to, it would kill her twice. It would kill her twice over. Yeah. And Jody's like, yeah. you goddamn masculine angel. I, I believe you and, and stays behind. Um, this is a, kind of an emotional moment. I like this. I like the idea that she just was like, okay, maybe I do, maybe this is a little too it's risky like, for me. Well, it, it's nice to see other characters just not repeating the same mistakes that the Winchesters always exactly. make. Exactly. Um, yeah. Not that what they're doing now is a mistake because they've just reestablished this is what we do. We do stupid shit. That's what makes us heroes. That's who we are. And we're like, okay, good. Yeah, that's for you to do. Let's stop seeing every single other person be um, uh, sacrificed or, or make that, that wrong decision for the sake of love. Like sometimes, the right thing to do isn't to go and sacrifice yourself, but but to stay with the people you love, to stay home and, and weather the storm with them. Um, and, you know, I, I'm glad that Jody calls it out, being like, oh, what, only the guys can go? I'm glad she calls it out, but at the same time, it's like, no, that isn't what it is. This is character development. This is this is who Jody is. Yeah. Jody is there to help them, not to die for them. She's there to live with them. Um, and I'm glad that her and Castiel have this connection, uh, and they both realize the importance of the roles that uh, they play in their lives, or... or the role that Jody plays in Claire's life. It also helps that you have uh, two hunky boys to to take care of this work for you, right? Like it's like you got the two hunky guy, Darth Kaya. I don't know if you guys have seen. She has uh, pretty high horror stats. <laughs> She's got that so, horror stat good. That, she, that is really really good. I don't know how effective it is going to be in Earth Five or whatever in the Apocalypse world, but yeah. in this in Earth One, it is that horror attack is extremely effective because um, we're not used to horrors. We're not. It's not something that we have a lot of uh, a defense fi- built. It's up not a for. fighting style over here or anybody. There's no there's no school of whirl. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, right. Merle. Now <laughs> that we've made a bunch of world jokes, Merle, Merle looking to get whirled. Uh, so she's ready for Castiel. They they walk over with the and put their hands on the big weird rock that they don't name or explain or anything. I, I just find it fucking hilarious that this giant rock exists and like, where did it come from? What 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 did it fall off of? Why does it have runes on it? What does it do? What it's is- just don't ask, don't ask. It was Who in the cares? lore, okay? Jack makes the portal. Turn to, turn to page 75 in the lore, and a giant slab of stone is, just falls out. Just falls right out, yeah. Jack makes the portal. Uh, Sam, Dean, Darth Kaya run through. They start playing the Mass Effect soundtrack for some reason, which I'm into. It yeah. very cool. I, it's literally, the, it sounds like something for Mass Effect. It was pretty cool, but I was like, where did this come from? I was from? like, where, is, where am I? I love this. Are like we... Normandy swoops in and picks them all up. I was like, let's go! Let's fucking do this. I can't wait. My name fucking is Jer- little Edgar the Lizard. He's piloting the ship. We're like, dude, what? My name is Commander Shepard, and Monster of the Week is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Um, yeah. They, so they head into Apocalypse World, and brother, it's orbing like crazy in there. This storm is going nuts. They shout Kaya's name three or four times, and she's like, hey. I'm right, hey, here. I'm right here. Uh, they do get, um, they do which get surrounded. is silly, but I get that. Like you know, Darth Kai is connected to her, so we'll just assume that you know we're gonna we're gonna hone in on her. Um, we we do also get surrounded by monsters here too, like a bunch of red eyed yeah. monsters. Or this looks really cool. Uh, Sam and Dean are obviously worried, and Kai is like, no, they're not. They're not hungry. Like they're not going to attack us. They're just scared of the storm that's around us. Um, and they eventually just run away. 
Um, and then, yeah, they find Kaya. Uh, she walks out, gives Dean a huge hug. Um, th- That's why I was like, are we going to have a confrontation? Me Is she going to be like afraid of him? Because they show her, like when, they, when they're calling out, they show her pick up her like homemade knife that she cuts uh, Edgar's tail off with every night. And I was like, was she getting a little, she getting a little snack before she leaves? Or is she just going out there to stab Dean? Because, um, you know, sometimes she likes a little raw Edgar. You know what I'm saying, Chris? I didn't see, I didn't notice if Edgar made the trip with her like Ratatouille under her hat or something. Uh-huh. Um, a, little, a little Edgar sashimi. You know what I'm talking about? Just a little. Can you stop? Can you just stop? <laughs> A little Edgar tartar. <laughs> she's eaten so much of Edgar Edgar tails that she's sprouted one herself. <laughs> oh no! She, hopefully, she's not cutting that off and eating it too, because that no, that's officially too much. Too, step too far. <laughs> um, yeah, we're good. All right, we get her. We head home. Yep. Uh, except Darth Kaya says, "Oh, I don't. I'm not going back with you. This is my world. I'm going to die here." Uh, and Sam and Dean are like, "Okay, see you later. We don't really like your whirl attack anyway. Not a problem. Yeah, Peace. we do not have anything to defend against your whirls." So we were very lucky that Jody bashed a chair over your head like this was the WWE earlier. Um, but otherwise, we're defenseless against you. So. <laughs> I'm glad we have learned the secret art of chair to the face. Uh, and now it we is, have to It do. is effective against whirls. It is. A chair chair beats whirl. <laughs> chair, chair beats whirl. Every time I've said it, I've said it a lot on this podcast. Chair beats whirl. Chair beats whirl. Uh, they leave, and we see this huge storm. Um, I it, This is kind of like vague. Uh, but in a mm. good way, like we, it's almost like water or smoke rushing through the forest as it kind of approaches Kaya. I think the CG is done really, really well. It's dark. It's hard to see. It's better. It's better than it needs to be. It's better than it needs to be. Absolutely, and it looks appropriately scaled up for an apocalypse. Like because before, like to show off this apocalypse thing, we were just like looking through, looking up at a sky through some tree branches or whatever, uh, and it didn't feel like appropriately epic. Uh, this feels really, really huge, and they don't they don't linger on this very long. It just destroys the world. Um, we switch back over to the bunker where Jody is nervously waiting next to the gate, uh, and out come our heroes and our rescued child, uh, and everybody is excited and happy. Um, and then, yeah, we skip ahead a little bit. Kaya's cleaned up. They got her some of Jack's old clothes. I think is the implication. Yeah, just I think that's what that's, it's. It's cute. It's cute. Um, just being just being young and nice to each other. He asks her how uh, she survived, and she names a nursery rhyme that her mom used to tell her. And luckily, we don't have to spend any time on that because we're rushing to the end. Yeah, I don't know why. She just goes, never mind. Yeah, she's just like, <laughs> I don't want to tell you this about any of this. Did and, I miss something? And me as the viewer, because we saw her like once. like cutting, Yeah, she, we saw her saying it. Yeah, yeah. She was like doing a little, a, just a little like sliver of Edgar and like kind of saying it under her breath or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, licking that little slice off the knife. You know what I'm saying, Chris? Get it fresh I, from, yeah, fresh oh, from the bone, like, like they say. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we don't we don't delve into this because Jody shows up and is like, "Hey, why don't you come back to Sioux Falls? Because Claire is really in love with you, and that would be great." And Kaya's like, "Okay, bye," because we have bye. like ten that or fifteen. Super good. We have so like- you know, I I assume I think it's probably safe to assume we're never seeing them again. We're not going to see Claire again. But I guess even though it's off screen, it's nice to know that they have their happy ending together. So head cannon, they just. Claire, Claire quits hunting. They just get married and they're happy, and that's it. I, I, I realize, uh, and I, and this is a spoiler for so for people that are following along with this, like Claire is not going to show up. Like at this point, her the the actress. Yeah, is, she knows Pikachu. Yeah, she knows Pikachu. What part of that do you not understand? She's going to be Ant Man's daughter. <laughs> I don't care how famous Jensen Ackles is. Yeah, he doesn't know. She Pikachu. knows Pikachu. Yeah, she knows. She's going to be Ant Man's daughter. She's going to be the third. She one rolls of those. with a different click now. 
Um, but I am really, really sad. I would have liked to seen. I, w- I wish they could have gotten her back for this episode or like a special appearance at the end of this, just so we can get like the because a just like put some fucking gay people on the show, like just have a little mm-hmm. bit of representation, right? That would have been just nice by itself. But also because like it just would have been cool to see Claire uh, and have yeah. Uh, I don't think there was really anything to wrap up with Claire. Like she seemed to be in a pretty good place when we left her. Just you know, sad about yeah. Kaya, and now so. her her you know the great wound has been healed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merle shows up and says, "Oh, I guess the warning worked because if it didn't, then we'd all be dead." And then Billy kills her with a scythe. <laughs> Dude, from downtown, Billy with the scythe. I uh, I legit because it she does this. Merle disappears. It cuts to the boys, and I was like, "Well, this is the end of the episode." Like it goes to black, and I was like, "I literally like went to close my laptop. I was done with my note taking, Chris. I was finished." Mm-hmm. But no, there's mm-hmm. there's five more minutes of this episode left. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, Billy scythes her. No, no sweat. Um, Sam's standing there looking like he's holding in a fart. He's still making that face that he's been making for mm-hmm. two years. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they're like, dude, you just killed Merle. Who's, what, what are you doing? And she's like, yep, no, we're not, we're not playing that game. We are only as strong as our weakest players. So adios. Why is she, why is she looking at, why is she looking at Sam's Tim's when she says that? That's my question. What's, what's, is she's, I, it's like, <laughs> you, you ever see somebody saying something, but they're looking at something else. Like they clearly focused mm-hmm, on something else. Mm-hmm. She cannot stop thinking about what's going on with those Tim's. <laughs> I mean, 47 El Jinkos all the way down to some like size 16 Tim's. It's a sight, Chris. It's a sight. It's a sight, dude. It's a sight. It's a sight. Uh, she says they're playing a big game. Uh, one life does not matter in the grand scheme of things. All of these worlds are dying. Uh, and she tells them that Chuck is uh, sending apocalypses to every single world and universe except for this one. Uh, and Sam gets a little backbone and is like, well, I mean, why would we even trust you? Like, what's your plan? What He laces up them Tims. <laughs> he's like, well, let me, let me tell you something, Billy. And let me tell you, tell you. She's like, get your Tims off the table. It's not my table, but get your Tims off the table right now. I cannot stand to look at them in this. I can't, I can't have a serious conversation with you when you're wearing those. Um, Billy then does some, some lore bombs. Uh, so she was a reaper first and she believed in obeying the rules. Uh, she died, she became death, and then when she became death, she inherited not only death's knowledge, but the library. And that's when she find out mm. she found out uh, that in order for God to get the maximum amount of enjoyment from his creation, he had to write himself into the framework of it. Which means that, uh, as we have learned in the past, there's a book for everybody in death's library, showing all of the many ways that they could die, but it also means that Chuck has a book. And we see the flashback, and we, and we I remembered from a long time ago when the original death uh, met Dean for the first time at the pizza spot and was like, I'll be there to reap God at the end. And Dean was yeah, like, holy shit. Yeah, in the shit. end, I'll reap him too. It was like, ooh, um, ooh. Uh, this guy was cold. Yeah, the- he was, that death was so good until they just like used and abused his character. Yeah, I'm still not. No I'm still not quite over like because he was so awesome, um, and then they were just leaned into the snacking so hard that I thought it was just made a caricature of him. It just it became really cool. stupid. But yeah. they replaced him with Billy. So in the, so that guy was like legendary, ten out of ten, and then he slowly like lost points with each season because mm-hmm. uh, you know the writing was just not good. It wasn't there for him. And they, again, just being tossed around like a rag doll by the Winchesters, it, you know, you lose a little bit of your esteem that way. Um, but yeah, Bill, Billy's a good replacement. They're not tossing her around like a ragdoll. Billy's hair keeps getting shorter and she keeps getting cooler. <laughs> like that's... She's getting more powerful with each haircut. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we I don't also... know if she had the scythe before, but I'm, I'm assuming it's new. It's, and it's, it's pretty, I think she did have it before, but it's pretty fucking cool. We haven't seen the scythe in a while. I think the last time we saw it is when, uh, Dean killed death over, um, Sam. 
uh, back end season whatever. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. You can tell you can tell what kind of a dork I am because like I'm hyped up about a new weapon entering yeah. the mm-hmm. <laughs> entering the fray. <laughs> just just I need to see one blade with a story attached to it. Like give 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 Dean a sword. How long has it been since give Dean Dina had a sword? sword? If oh, if they had you know I always said Sam was my favorite character and I, again I don't know how much that that's true anymore. Um, ten seasons ago, they handed Dean a sword and he, he's he you know ties that around his back and he's been rocking it ever since. There's not a, there's not a doubt in my mind that Dean would be my favorite character of all time. Oh yeah. I mean, and imagine you if you give that a, man a sword. You give any man a sword. You're going to be attached. I start thinking differently about him. He's not. You don't. He doesn't even have to use the sword. It just has to be there for. He doesn't have ready to. For it. It's it's yeah. just you got the fucking thing on. He's got it strapped, man. Uh, the other big thing that we find out uh, is that not only does Chuck not have a book, Sam questions like, why would Sam? Why would why would Chuck write himself an ending? And she says he didn't. The books write themselves. Uh, and she lays this on. She tells Dean, like, Dean, I told you this. You and you and Sam have important work to do. This is your destiny. You are the messengers of God's destruction, which is oh, yeah. fucking. Let's hit the pedal. Let's go. Hit the pedal. Let's let's fucking go. go, dude. Let's fucking go. I'm ready. They're fucking. It's right. Let's hell yeah. Yes. So fucking. let me just get this straight. So in order, because Chuck would always leave. So in order for creation to exist without him. In order for harmony between life and death to be maintained, he had to write himself into that framework. That's what we're saying. Yeah, and he's that's and so he, so he had to inject himself in. You know, he had to he had to be the spine of the world to hold it all up. Uh, and because a little bit of his, him is in there, he gets his name in the book. Um, she she also says that he created a like a Swiss clock to keep everything ticking and synchronized, and which we've I'm assuming is what we've seen, which is the stopwatch that we saw. Uh, Sam using so I'm, like, I'm assuming that's coming back but yeah I figured that is going to be like the physical representation mm-hmm. of his being tied into creation so that it can exist without his presence essentially um, even though like Sam is convinced that as soon as we kill God the world ends I okay but that's not necessarily what we whatever but I don't care I, I really don't care because this is so cool we're the messengers of God's destruction Fucking, that's right that's I, right if you're not playing air guitar after you hear that about yourself I don't know what's wrong with you like just I, that's great that's heavy as hell that's heavy as hell uh we then switch back over to earth 2 uh where chuck has been watching the destruction of all the universes on all the screens uh he goes over to the same little attendant guy and is like i'm not finished yet unwinding whole worlds takes time and attention and this little dude is like hey but you'll spare me right like you'll spare this world i've been i've been super cool i've gotten you all of these pizzas and, and hamburgers and cokes and chuck's like oh yeah everything's gonna be totally fine he leaves, and then behind him, meteors fall on the store. So this this world is is dead too. All right, um, R.I.P. Radio Shed. R.I.P. Radio Shed, and the guy who doesn't know how not to look at women for extended periods of time. Edgar Edgar MVP. He's a, just a sweet little boy. Nothing wrong with Edgar. Uh, Chuck's mommy. blowing up worlds. So, but Edgar, we confirmed Edgar came home, right? Edgar yeah. came home mm-hmm. with with Kaya. You said Ratatouille style, like it's in the hair. Ratatouille, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he yeah. actually he could be in control for all we know. Absolutely, yeah. It's Edgar's ball game now. Wayward Sister season two. <laughs> Edgar the Pain King Lizard is is back. <laughs> he's pissed. <Yeah. laughs> he's in control of Gaia. He's manipulating her dream. First we had Darth Gaia. Now we have Lizard Gaia. <laughs> um, this is a great episode. Uh, I like the fact yeah. that we 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 tied up a loose end. Um, we got some emotions on the screen. I think Kaya does a, I can't remember the actress that plays Kaya. So apologies. Um, we get some, I mean, she, she does a really, really good job, uh, of bringing out emotions and other people. I think, uh, the Joni cast stuff is really good. 
Sam and Dean mm-hmm. seemed mostly on the same page. Uh, I'm still a little upset that Sam is just not like, let's fucking go. Although he is a little bit of that towards the end of this, but I'm just, I'm yeah. Real... Hopefully from now on, he'll be a little bit more LFG in the chat, you know? Yeah. Like um, I just don't want him to constantly <laughs> just complain about the fucking snow in the front yard. Like, I, you know, I'm right, just, right. Yeah. Um, it's funny that Jack is finally back with everybody, but like, it feels like he hasn't really like mattered all that much. Yeah. Like, of course he's going to, he's part of the end game. Uh, and Castiel had his moment with him and stuff, but, um, it just seems like, despite the fact that, like, a return of one of our main characters from the last couple seasons, uh, and he's he's just sort of there. Yeah. I mean, he didn't... I, you know, I, I like the fact that he... He opened the portal and all that, but it's just, he's just there. Well, it's... And I think it's, you know, Sam points this out when he says, you know, we're doing... We're taking the big stupid risk for the right thing. And I think it's... I get a lot of value out of seeing how Jack being raised by Castiel and, to a lesser extent, Sam and Dean really like just implanted this firm desire to be good and right into his world right into his life uh, mm. so that even mm. in the face of oh you're gonna risk the entire world uh by exposing yourself to chuck uh he doesn't care because he has to save one person and w- when we start talking about morality and like it's better to save the the many than the one like at the end of the day if there's somebody that needs help and you don't help them there's a certain kind of hero, right? There's a certain kind of person. Sam and Dean are definitely that. that. Cassiel is definitely that. And they made Jack into that person where they just can't say no. Like they're just going mm-hmm. to try to help him. And I know, I know there's 15 fucking seasons of, of, of exceptions to that rule. So don't, don't at me with yeah. any of that stuff. But like, I think at its core, the way that they are, they have created these characters. That's the goal. That, that is what they want to believe about themselves. And I, Right. I, I like that Jack does this. Like, I, I like the, the fact that he listens to Darth Kaya, realizes that he was very responsible for what's happening to Kaya, um, realizes he has the power to fix it, and then just goes. He doesn't question it. He doesn't even get into an argument with Sam and Dean. He's just like, I am doing this. And that's it. And supposedly he still has no soul, but... Um... Yeah, they brought that up. I, I mean, I... <sighs> I wish they would just like kind of forget it at this point. <laughs> yeah, maybe like, he grew one back. Yeah, I don't. Was, you know. I, I don't know, man. You come back from death. You come back from being dead. You get a, a new soul and rehyminated or whatever. Like I don't know. Like <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, grow a soul uh, back like you do. Ed- Edgar grows his tail, right, Chris? That's right. That's right. All right. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to the patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, thank you to everybody that's been buying merch and sending us videos on TikTok, uh, talking to us, tweeting at us, retweeting stuff. All of that stuff is so hugely appreciated. You just don't even know. Um, we, we really, really appreciate that. I mentioned earlier that I don't want to spoil Chris on the surprise guest star of next week, even though the CW definitely doesn't give a fuck about it. So I'm going to do my best. So I'm not going to read you the next preview. Instead, I'm just going to say we will be back with more Supernatural next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. I'm gonna spoil you on it. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, it's just Ruby. It's what's his name's wife. Wow, Ruby. Yeah. 
and it's just in the first episode. It's like Daniel Ackles comes back as Joe, and Genia, whatever, Padalecki comes back as, as Ruby. Wow. Maybe yeah. it's a flashback thing, like or a different universe thing. They show Joe um, and her hugging in the screenshot on, on my little media server this morning. You say Joe? Yeah. Daniel Ackles. Wait, so Ruby and Joe are both coming back? D- Daniel Ackles, Joe. Not not Sister Joe. Not well, this stupid fucking show. Uh <laughs> Sorry, I had to finish um, my ritual that I do before each episode. So uh, usually the, you're on before I am. <laughs> What's that? Stacking the manga. Um, you know it, that is that is part of the ritual. You're right, but no, I usually um, uh, take off my silk robe, douse my body in uh, holy oil, uh-huh. uh, dry by the light of a candle, and mm-hmm. then I put the robe back on. Yeah. That, so that rope sticks to you, to you the entire time that you're recording. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. It's yeah. very um. You get you see all the you know the corners. Like you want the you want you 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 want the the texture of the silk robe, but none of the mm-hmm. silkiness of the silk robe. You don't want it to actually this, rub against against your skin at all. You just want it to just kind of stick to it. Exactly. Well, because the silk will hide. You know, it'll hide things that I don't want hidden. <laughs> Blemishes um, areas. Mm-hmm. Just otherwise, mm-hmm. some some strange corners and cracks. Corners you know? and cracks, um, absolutely. I want all of it to be. I want it to be suggested a bit more than silk usually suggests. I think. Sure. Um, I say this. I don't know if I've ever worn anything made of silk. <laughs> I mean, it's had to have happened at least one time in my life. But I'll be damned if I could tell you when. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Should we like? Should we rock some like dope silk shirts? <laughs> I feel like Just that's. Those back. I feel like we're already uh, kind of stereotypical white guys, um, uh-huh. and I mean, uh-huh. like we have a podcast. We we both collect figs. We yeah. both have hot girlfriends slash wives. We we ha- but we hate women. But we, um. but absolutely hate women. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just feel like we can. I, I feel like we don't need to be even more of a stereotype of ourselves. Sure, like, sure, I feel sure. Because like I, I just running it by you, silk button downs. You know, buttons stop. You know, just below the chest. But that's you know, you know what? That's too much. It's, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's too much. You saw that shirt that I put that um Bean made the no titty goth. Yeah. I wonder if they have that in silk. I'd wear that in silk. I think. I uh, you know, does T Public do silk? Does T Public do silk? Is an excellent question. It's probably no. Is is the answer to that? Uh, oh, man. It's a question no one's asked. Uh, let's get a, let's get an email. Going. I will look. I, I, we've got a guy. I've got a shirt guy now. Like they they gave me a, like a person to work with, and they oh, they increased great. they increased our percentage of sales. Um, they did all of that. Do you remember when we got we started getting money for shirts that we don't make? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did all of that. Like they had, we 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 have a, like a personal uh like contact over there, and they gave us more money, and they gave us a link to to we could like a affiliate link or whatever. So all of that's like. They really like us over there, and I don't know why. I don't know if they just do that with everybody. It doesn't seem like that, maybe. that business model would work. but They just like us, maybe. Maybe, maybe there's so. a fan on staff. <laughs> maybe you know our supporters who have bought merch have just been really delightful. Um, and uh, that's just, it's just encouraged them to, to give us a guy, you know? Like, well, now, they, now we got a hookup over there, I guess. Um, so I am a little nervous, though, if we reached out and said, Hey, uh, Mark, you know, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. um, what what do you think about doing silk? Maybe let like lead in a little bit soft. Don't sure. say I want a silk shirt. Do you have that as 
you know, what do we think about Silk? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Kind of let let him bounce off of that and see what he comes up with, um, and just just go from there. But I don't want it to be too much. I don't want him. I don't want him to get frightened off before he really knows us. Our um our guy is Andre, by the way. So Andre, all right. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay, okay. CC me. I'll, co- I'll copy you in. I'll loop you in. I'll, I'll you know get two people on it. BCC me. Yeah. I want to be invisible. <laughs> Absolutely. I will. I will blind carbon copy you on that. That's no problem whatsoever. I um. Th- here's here's a thing that I need to say on this mm. podcast at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, T public for people at home that are listening. Um, hopefully we didn't talk about a bunch of video games, so you're not bored yet. But uh, T public is the site that we use to handle all of our merch, and we do it because. It's easy as shit. Like you just upload the design, they put it on a shirt. You don't. There's no like minimum buy. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about stocking stuff. It's like print to order. So you, if you buy it, then like it'll just be come fucking show up at your house in a couple of days. It's great. Uh, but their international stuff sucks ass. So if you're not in the mm-hmm. U.S., it's really really shitty. Um, if you would like a Monster of the Week shirt sent to you, um, and you don't want to pay extraordinary shipping. Um, contact me directly on Twitter or email or whatever. I will send you the artwork <laughs> and you can make your own yeah. shirt. <laughs> just boot that shit. Yeah, just fucking, <laughs> we will allow you to boot. Like, we don't make any money on merchandise. Uh, the only time, like, I think we've, oh, actually, this this most recent month is the time that we've made money because they had a huge sale and a bunch of people bought stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably just put that back into the podcast at some point. Um, I'll probably just end up buying a picture of, of Sam wearing the no. I'm just going to commission Wayne to draw Sam wearing that, yeah. th- yeah. that shirt so we can put it on another shirt. Anyway, uh, but you could just bootleg the shit. Redbubble kicked us off. They just thought we were spam for some reason. So if you have a service in like fucking Ghana or whatever <laughs> that you want yeah. to, just contact me. I will send you bootleg one of the, the 44 shit. countries that listen to us. For yeah, some if you're in if you're in one of the 43 countries, it's not the United States because yeah. uh, I don't care and. I've told other people this too. They're like, well, what if I start, what if I sell them? And they're like, they're more, I don't, I don't care. I, honestly, I don't, I don't care. Like if you, do whatever the fuck you want, if you sell more <laughs> shirts in fucking Ghana than I do in the United States, then like, hopefully put that to some charity, I guess. Like, but honestly, yeah. I don't give it, I don't care. <laughs> I just want to know, just tag us. So we get the likes. Absolutely. Yeah. Just send us the fucking <laughs> pictures. Nobody, I, we, we see all of these merchandise orders. Nobody sends us pictures and it makes me very upset. So. Yeah. Who are, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Where's that sweatshirt? Where's that mug? I don't know. It yeah. could be fictional. You know how many you you've made a sale shirts I've got in my in my inbox right now, and I don't. You know how many pictures I have? Mm. I got a lot of one and not a lot of the other, Chris. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Stats are not lining up on that one. Um, hey, I've got a question for you, Chris. Hit me. Do you mind if I just randomly talk in the outtake section? Bullshit. Go for it. That's what we do. My sister went to a concert this past weekend. I thought you said my assistant, and I was like, damn, moving up in the world. Okay, your sister went to a concert. Okay. Her sister went to a concert. Her, her husband, and uh, a friend of the family, close friend of the family. Uh, the They went to a ZZ Top concert. Um, okay. Which, okay. hey, dope. Love it. ZZ Top was my first rock concert. Maybe mm. it'll be my last. I mean, who knows? Um, <laughs> who knows? We don't know what the future holds. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, wouldn't it be fun if ZZ Top outlived me, though? That'd be good. Anyway, during the concert, uh, they're not in the floor section, so they're sitting down, at, like, on mm-hmm, an upper mm-hmm. s- section. Um, like an adult. 
Like like a normal fucking adult nowadays. We're not gonna get in the mosh pit. Uh, I'm not getting in that pit, man. I got a bad I, back as it is. Dude, I got a weird leg. I don't know. I'm not. I don't want to get kicked sweaty. in the head too many times. All right, that's probably. I probably would have been a scholar by now if I had stayed out of the damn pit. What if What if I want to put down my beer somewhere? I can't do that in the pit. No, you can't. You just have no. to like chug and get back in the pit. Mm-mm. That's the only thing you can do. Otherwise, somebody's gonna punch it out of your hands. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so during, I mean, ZZ Top is a rock group. Right, so yeah. they're they're playing fucking sharp dressed man and all kinds of crazy shit. So my sister and her friend, the close friend of the family, hey, they're they're dancing a little bit. Yeah, Ooh, sure. Party. What what you do at a concert? Other people around them are dancing. Yeah, uh, yeah. The people behind them did not like this. Hmm. Um, and started kind of muttering under their breath some stuff. Uh, it eventually gets to some some crosswords. And the way my sister tells stories, she's never in the wrong. Um. But she's also the quickest woman that I've ever seen that will drop a motherfucker to a stranger. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's gotten better in the last few years. And, and she doesn't listen to this podcast. So I don't have to worry about it. But <laughs> the, just uh, the grain of salt in the story is that my sister could have just motherfucked a stranger and caused all of this. I don't know. But at, sure, one, sure, sure. at one point, the guy, this was in like an older couple, uh, looks at my brother-in-law and says, uh, hey, Chubby, you need, to, you need to control your fucking wife. And my brother-in-law good. looks over and says, what the fuck did you say to me? And this progresses until everybody involved gets kicked out. There's no physical altercation, but mm. uh, the security rolls up, pulls my sister and her group off. And then as they're being pulled off, like you, the, the people are like say, talking some shit. And then the, another security team comes up and pulls the, the asshole couple around. Um, and my sister asked me, she said, Jeremy, you know, my husband was pissed. I, you know, they, his face got red, and he—you could tell he was super mad. He's, and she's, she, you know, if you were in that situation, you would probably want to defend Autumn too, right? And I was like, and I, I had to really stop and think, and I went, eh, no problem, <laughs> <laughs> almost definitely. I don't know, man. At a rock concert, I don't know, North Louisiana, probably not. I'd probably just be like, hey, Autumn, sit down. <laughs> we got some assholes behind. <laughs> yeah, given the situation, yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah, yeah, not I'm not want to go toe to toe with that. I'm, I'm not Although that dude. guy is. Without a doubt, a piece of shit. If a dude ever says, hey, you need to control your wife, that guy's values and everything about him sucks ass, and uh-huh. he deserves to have his teeth knocked out, but you shouldn't knock his teeth out, because that can just lead to more trouble. But I'm just, I'm just not, I have, as you, and you know this about me, but like, I'm not a fighter. Like, the only mm-hmm. time I've ever been in, attempted to be in a physical altercation in my life, there's been only been a handful of times, and it, it's never gone all the way, and it's yeah. always been yeah. my fault. Like, it's always just me in a state of sobriety or lack thereof where I'm just <laughs> talking shit to somebody. I should not. Um, Cause you've met people in your life where you're like, I can bully this person and you just bully them. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah yeah. 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 It's horrible. I'm not saying it was good, but I'm just saying those were the times in my life and it wouldn't be a fucking stranger at his easy top concert. I would just be like, Hey man, I, that's not cool. Like chill out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm yeah. Not but gonna... if you go to a concert, and you get mad at people for dancing, you, I, you're a fucking moron. What the fuck, dude? Like, what? If they're not spilling their beer on you repeatedly, then there's there's no issue. There's no fucking problem. If the person is like bashing into you and causing you, tr- but if they're just dancing, they're just dancing. Fucking lighten up, man. I mean, you're at a ZZ Top concert, dog. Like, yeah. I mean, what what do you expect people to do? Just sit quietly? Just stand? Just yeah. sit, sit? Tap? Cross-legged? Tap, tap their this fingers? This isn't a Mountain Goats concert, all right? <laughs> I, w- I know I've told you this before, but I went to a Mountain Goats concert years ago. A group of, group of people. 
They're all big fans. I knew maybe two or three songs uh-huh. at the time. It's like 2011 we're talking. And I swear every single person in that room had a bad time, and I don't know why. People just seemed like they were, they were not having fun. Um, I mean, first up, the ch- seats in the theater were really, really small. It's an old, old, old New England theater that he's playing in. So there's no, there's no leg room in between these seats. So I had to sit on the end. I had to have my big old size 16s poking out into to the aisle. So I thought, uh-oh, here we go. I'm going to be uncomfortable all night. No, no, no. I had, a, I had a great. He played the three songs that I knew. He was telling jokes in between. I was having the best time out of anyone in that building. I didn't even know half of what he was playing. Everybody else was miserable. Wow. Anyway, at a ZZ Top concert, people shouldn't be miserable. But I, I started this when I wanted to ask you the question. Like, somebody is confrontational to you and Jess at a, at a ZZ Top concert. Are you, are you the guy that's, that's looking back and being like, what the fuck did you say to me, motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Are you, are you... If somebody says something to me, I don't think I'd say anything. If somebody says something to Jess, I'd probably get really mad. Um, <laughs> yeah, you'd get really I'm a, mad. I'm unfortunately, would, I'm, a, I'm really defensive. I would also um, be bad. I would have probably just... Dude, I used to... Uh, he doesn't listen to this, so. Security. Um, <laughs> in high school, I thought somebody was talking shit about Steve. And like I went like, <laughs> like full like ri- like ridiculous. I'm the bad guy situation on this. I thought this. I don't know what I thought. I remember to this day the situation that I was in, and then being like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." It was this the uh, the girl who, whose locker was next to Steve. Her boyfriend was hanging out there, and I just misheard something, and was just like like ready to put this dude in the ground. Got way too violent for a fucking school day. Um, and then him being like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't say that. And I was like, oh, my bad, dude. <laughs> um, so it's just, you know, sometimes, I granted I was 15 then. I'm an adult man now. Maybe I'd be able to keep my cool. But I don't know, I'm just thinking about it now. I'm getting mad, Jeremy. So I guess I'd probably get fucking shot that night. <laughs> you do. You do. I will say, because the times that uh, I have run afoul oh. across somebody on the internet um, and you... And I tell you about it, you will instantly get angry. They're at dead them. to me, dude. Yeah, they, dude, you are you are you are a guy to have in your corner. I, will, I only I will like say like fucking three people, okay? <laughs> so I got a lot of I got a lot of, of emotional investment. I know I might not text you back, but I have a lot of emotional investment. <laughs> yeah, you'll leave me on red, <laughs> but I, you'll yeah, you'll have my back in a fight <laughs> in the yeah, playground. Yeah, <laughs> especially if it's on the internet. Uh, I just yeah, dude. I don't know that. I think my days of. No, no, I don't. I don't what think the- I'd. I, I think, like hearing about it, you go, "Oh, I got really fucking mad." But if I looked back and I saw, okay, I don't think I could. I don't think I could handle the situation. I'd just go, "Okay, whatever. All right, okay." And that would be that. I think I'm, I can be pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually like I have a really bad temper. I've, that that was when I was in high school. I'm an adult now. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I think never, I can handle it. I don't really have a bad temper, but like once it's there, uh, it's and really nowadays the only person I really care enough about that could do anything to make me mad like most of the people in my life uh if you did something to me i just i don't care about you or your opinion enough so it doesn't make me mad mm. like it's not gonna like you can't like random people just can't break my fucking heart you know what i'm saying so no. like it the takes, only thing that breaks my heart or like gets me really mad um is video games <laughs> this is video games absolutely it's <laughs> just, just it's, get mad at it's, video games. it's bad trophy design is what it is yeah. <laughs> It's oh, Ico speedrun trophy. That's what gets me fucking mad. Jesus, dude, I I have ninety two percent trophies. I know. I'm not getting this. Is the fourth I can't time beat we, it in under two hours. It's the fourth time we've talked about this this exact trophy on this in this ah! outtakes of this podcast. It's the worst. You know what, and one. I've been using I've been using PS now to mm-hmm. and you can stream PS three games to your you know whatever console. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it. I'll be honest. It doesn't seem to work that great. 
But now I'm seeing all these PS3 games popping up, and I'm looking at my fucking trophies, and I was reminded of this goddamn fucking mm-hmm. speedrun trophy. Mm-hmm. It's that, and then remember I was playing Melty Blood a, a couple of months back, the yeah, fighting game. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one trophy in that that I that I don't have, and I can't get it. I'm just I'm just not good enough at it, so I had to quit. That stuff like fucking drives me nuts. I gave it up. Like I've you know I I had a run for a couple of months where I was just finishing games left and right and. Um, some games like Death's Door, I looked at and was like, oh, you know, this involves like seeing a different ending. I'm going to go, and it doesn't seem very complicated. I'm going to mm-hmm. go through and do that. Um, and then some games were like, you know, oh, you have to go through this huge amount of work to get this trophy. And I'm like, well, I, I'm just going to move on to a different video game. I don't care. Anymore. I just don't care anymore, man. Like I'd, yeah. I, I hardly care about anything. I'm getting a little worried about my level of Uh-oh. apathy in life. Uh-oh. I to take this get, away. Dude, Elden Ring's going to come out and you're going to go, oh, oh yeah, God, baby. Elden Ring. I had, uh, I had a fun conversation with me and Gary where uh, he's planning, he was planning, we're trying to work out a vacation for uh, him and his girlfriend to come and visit with us. And um, so we're, we're picking out dates and we were thinking maybe Mardi Gras weekend would be fun, but Mardi Gras in New Orleans is, is so fucking expensive that maybe that wouldn't, mm. it's, it's like time consuming, so maybe it wouldn't be that fun. Um, and then he pro- proposes a date, and I'm like, uh, and it was, I think it was like February 24th or something, and I was like, you really going to make your girlfriend and my wife just sit around and, I said, I would say watch us play Elden Ring, but it's just going to be me playing Elden Ring. You're, you're, yeah. The three of you are going to be in my house watching, and he's like, is that what that was? He, I, said, he, I said, yeah, and he goes, hold on, I may have to rethink this entire vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Not only because he likes Elder Ring. He's got a he, plan. He's got, you know, he's, his business, his his job is literally playing. Right, it's his job. It's yeah, his job. Yeah, so, um, I'm so happy right now that I don't play Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, my um, God. It's, people seem so miserable about it right it's now. Make, like, everybody is like, this is the best thing of all time, and I'm at, at the limit. I'm Chris in high school pushing somebody up against the locker because mm-hmm. I just don't understand what's going on. Um Nobody gets to, you can't play it. It doesn't matter how much you love it. You can't play it. Yeah, I just unless see, you're the one person on my timeline who mm, Sunday night or Monday morning, whenever they tweeted it, said they had played 50 hours of the game, which came out on on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They locked in a total of 50 hours. Okay, that's a lot. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot. Of that's hours. a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. That's too many hours. That's because um, I mean, the, the queue to get into the game is so fucking long. It's just, I don't know, it's just, it's giving me anxiety thinking about it. I used to play World of Warcraft when a new expansion would come out. Um, and it was never, it was just like, I'm lost. There's 8 million people everywhere, and it took me an hour to get in here, and now I don't even want to play anymore. At least, at least FF14 seems like it's incredible, but it makes people very unhappy. Can you imagine, I, I've never been the, the MMORPG guy. I've never done these massively online role-playing games ever. Uh, so, like, the idea of queuing up to log into a game is so obnoxious to me that I just like when I see those screenshots of like you were you know there's 7,362 people in front of you and I'd be like there is zero people in front of my switch that's what's yeah. happening right now yeah. <laughs> yeah. like and maybe like, maybe I play uh, my yeah, switch uh, while I'm waiting but like wow that would just make me want to not play the game I understand the desire to you know be there when it's fresh when it's hot I would get pissed off if I ordered a game day one and it didn't show up on time you know you know it's mm-hmm. fomo you know you want to be playing it too um we given how everything is i would absolutely 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 not touch that shit i would cancel my subscription i would wait six months and then i would hop in um even last year during quarantine i tried to get back into final fantasy 14 my account was locked um so i had to contact their customer support it took them three weeks to get back to me i was like great thank you so much good to go 
um, and then didn't play because three weeks had passed and I no longer had the interest. And ever since then, you know, Steve will text me uh, every day about it. Um, I'll think, oh, maybe now I'll get in. Maybe now I'll get in. And then over the last couple of months, I'm seeing, oh, such and such streamer has switched over to this. And now two million more people have subscribed. And like that just kept happening. And I'm like, dude, you know what? It just seems like it's a little too much to handle <laughs> when no one plays it anymore. That's what I'll. That's what I'll hop back in. That's that would be the time to play it. I think. Although I think it, like doesn't isn't it kind of like Destiny where when they do new updates, like old stuff goes away, so you don't even get the old stuff anymore or something. No, like, no, no, it, no, 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 no. It's you, not you, like that. I okay. mean, maybe there's like features that change or whatever, but uh, yeah, as far as I'm aware, everything stays. Okay. Interesting. I um, I don't know. I. I I I don't under, ever understand what I see when I see people playing that game. Like the screenshots, don't know what don't make any sense. It seems that's to be the just other a thing is that dress up um, simulator. Um, so much there's so much to manage with any MMO, and it's not just this game. And that's what's always kind of kept me away. Um, as much as I love RPGs, there's like a real below limit on what I'm willing to do and what I'm willing to put into a game. Um, and you know, once you're managing toolbars and all this stuff, like I just I, I don't want to do it anymore. Isn't you know uh, a, a certain way that you have to do certain attacks in a certain order to make sure you're doing enough DPS and all that stuff. I understand the desire to work in a team and uh, do all that kind of stuff, but it's like my brain hurts. I just want to <laughs> just want to hang out, you know. Well, there's I just a, ride around. I remember Geralt on a horse. I, I remember listening to uh, the Salt Report back when that was uh, a thing, and listening to uh, Jesse and Kay talk about it. Um, and like some of the dungeon dungeons, they were called the math dungeons because like the boss had attacks and. Like it would, you had to go to uh like an area of the field that was marked with a prime number in order to protect yourself against the attack or something. Mm, like there yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. there was some like like really intense dungeon mechanics that just seemed way intimidating for me. Like as the casual person, I'd be like, I don't. And then you get into the, like all of the roles and stuff and heal and tank and all. And I'm just man, I just I just want to take my guy with a sword and kill a, a, a giant dude that has a bunch mm-hmm. of, has a I always sad liked, backstory. Uh, I always liked tank classes, but uh, it was too much responsibility. Even in World of Warcraft, like playing with my friends, I'm like, I can't do it. Unless, literally, if it's just my friends, I can do it. If there's strangers in the group, I get like uh, like stage fright. Um, so I just never had fun. I was like, if I'm anxious playing a game, then that's that's not a good time. So I, I just can't do it. When I, I did uh, the first two things for FF14, a Realm Reborn and Heavensward, um, and Steve just walked me through everything. So, like, if I was in a dungeon or whatever, you're supposed to have a full group, but he and I would just go in solo because he was overleveled. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would just just chill, which is which was great. We didn't we'd hang out in voice chat and talk to each other. Um, he you know show me the ropes, but that doesn't really help you actually like learn how to play the game. Um, so anyway, I'm afraid of MMOs. That's that's what I'm getting to. The point I'm getting to is I'm afraid of those games. Hundred percent. Don't 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 want to get involved with them. And I just terrified absolutely terrified imagine asking uh, you did this but imagine asking your mom as a kid for like money per month for a video game like that's sh- oh that's yeah not, not oh, happening yeah. not even in a million we get years. uh we'd get game cards so that i didn't have to keep asking my mom there you go um, yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> should we talk about um, supernatural we should we should hey dude Ko- kojima tweeted about supernatural i just want to say that he did yes noted video game developer hideo kojima tweeted about you and it. i both posted about it in the discord and two different channels a single person responded nobody cared <laughs> we were just we've been talking about kojima and metal gear for the last like three weeks 
And then the man goes and tweets about Supernatural. Nobody, like, this is the fates of aligned. And everyone just said, we don't fucking listen to that part of the episode. We don't nobody, care. Nobody cares. It's like what I post about rap music in the music channel. Nobody responds. It's crickets. <laughs> it's fucking crickets. <laughs> We're all emo. I posted five really good rap songs the other day. Like, somebody will like some of this. And nobody, 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 nobody cared. And that's fine. Bob's Chat ain't what it used to be. Shout out to Bob's Chat. Y'all, we used to come heavy. We would all hang out and listen to music together. Mm-hmm. I know that's because the feature was removed and we're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, yeah, yeah. We got We all got to step our game up. YouTube um, took took that whole motherfucker down, which was really sad. So that sucks. That sucks. Um, speaking of Kojima, I'll make this quick. Yeah, I played MGS two. I played MGS three. Mm-hmm. Went into MGS four. I'm not having fun, and I'm very <laughs> bummed out about it. It's really long, huh? It's it's yeah. That's fine. That part of it's fine. It's just it's a PS three game. It does not run as well as the other two games. <laughs> the PS two games. It does not run as well, and it controls like dog shit. Um, two and three have like the classic controls that are totally different than what you'd get in a modern game, but you can kind of quickly adapt to that. Metal Gear Solid Five is like the perfect evolution of that gameplay. They figured it out. Everything rules. It controls great. Four is like a half step in between the old and the new, mm-hmm. and it's, it's so hard to play. It's not fun. I don't like it, um, but I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up. I want to keep going. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do this. Did you do um uh what was the mid one between four and Peace Walker? P- no, that was the PSP game, right? Um there was oh, one Ground that Zeros. Was Ground Zeros, yeah, because I I have put almost as many hours into Ground Zeros as I have into Phantom Pain. I when that came out, I just played it over and over and over again. I got a hundred percent trophies. I just just kept playing it's one mission. It's literally one thing and you can or one area. That you can do a couple different little missions, and I just kept playing it. I fucking love that game. It's pretty. It's pretty wild. Um, I I I, I tried going back. Uh, so once I've finished Phantom Pain and like a hundred percent of that game or whatever, um, went back to Ground Zeroes, and I was like, oh well, I bet this. And I just the magic wasn't there. Like the the Phantom Pain was mm-hmm. so good, I just kind of encompassed it. So I played played a couple of the missions or whatever, and was like, okay, well this I'm done with this. So. Yeah. I have. I don't think I've played it since Phantom Pain came out. That was just when I was in full Metal Gear hype mode. Mm-hmm. Um, the most excited I've ever been for a game was for Phantom Pain. Um, whether it lives up to that, I don't know. But I think it, it was the most excited I got ever me been. into. Anyway, it. let's talk about let's talk about Supernatural. Talk about Twenty five minutes on the clock. I gotta take my sweatshirt off though. Hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> 